Hello, and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever, the show where we tell you about our shitty comic book collection. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And uh, we have two more books for you today. Oh, we also need to say we're on the Sideshow Network. Oh, yeah. Sideshow. Sideshownetwork.tv. It's a thing. That's a thing we are a part of. And, it's a uh, thing that has podcasts yes. that you can listen to. Mm-hmm. Many podcasts. In your ear holes. Mm-hmm. So. Is that how you want to advertise your network? <sighs> sure. Put them in your ear holes. I think people say worse <laughs> things than that. <laughs> worse things have been said to promote things in your pod, in podcasting well, that that's I've heard. True. So I think by what we're saying ear is... Ear holes, like, ear holes, put them in your ear holes. <laughs> yeah, now there's a song. Now there's a song. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so uh, first up for this week is our DC selection. Yeah. Uh, The Power of the Atom. Oh, yes. Number 13 from June 1989. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, I I, I will be honest here. Uh, The Atom is very boring. (laughs) Um, I've never seen him as a character. Uh, I've never cared about him. Mm. I will just be honest. Like, I've never, I'm like, like, he's little... He yeah. shows up in things. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, he's got, you know, proportionate strength and, you know, he's, you know, he's very uh, useful in a lot of situations, mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, especially throughout the DC history. But I just don't find him fascinating. Mm. <sighs> okay. I'm so bored by him. I am bored. I am yawning. So bored by the atom. I am literally bored by this book. Well, not really. Actually, what was this book is boring. We'll get to this. Well, this book's weird. And uh, the cover we have to talk about because it says on the cover, Braving the Bloodstream, and it's like bright pink. And I guess he's supposed to be like in a bloodstream, but really he looks like he's stuck in a wad of chewing gum. Pretty much, yeah. It's like, it's, it's like a stock photo of like blood, like microscopic blood, you know, sure. polycules and stuff like that. And they just, somebody just kind of like. Like, make it pink. Somebody just stuck the... Instead of, we can't make it reddish? Like, it's it's pink. Like, it's... Huh? Fucking pink. It's like a clown exploded. I don't know. <laughs> it's, could the clowns are filled with pink? I assume clouds are filled with pink. They're like, honk, honk, it's explode. Like, it's like Barbie's dream house exploded. <laughs> but, that's everything Barbie but they got, was pink. Yeah. Unless you were Whitney and then you got blue shit. Whitney. I always had Whitney because she had brown hair. Yeah. And yeah. I, I had like a thing where I wouldn't play with any dolls that didn't have brown hair because I had brown hair. So I always got stuck with Whitney, but that meant everything I had was fucking blue. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it kind of did. I do like blue, though, but I mean, like, I never got any of the cool shit because I always got the friend of Barbie shit. Nah. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> that sounds really depressing. Well, you know, I just, I really wanted to make sure that the doll I was playing with had my hair color. But I was like six when I decided this, by the way. Yeah, so. you were you were progressive back then. <laughs> I was not a blonde, so I wanted my little brown-haired Barbies, but then I got all the blue shit, my sister got all the pink shit. It was much better. Mm-hmm. So, the issue of this book, uh story's called Rattling the Cages. Uh-huh. Uh, not... What? Not Braving the Bloodstream, well, right, but, 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 the but there's always, like... A cover, there's like a t- cover title, and then and there's the, the actual, actual the actual title? story title is always a thing in here. Dumb. So rattling the cages, uh, which and, does again 
dumb. Yeah, the, the one on the cover makes more sense. Yeah, of course it does. Uh, and so we start off with we're in the kitchen of Jean Loring, uh, who used to be Ray Palmer's wife, mm-hmm. uh, and they're already split at this point, mm-hmm. and she's complaining to her friend Norman. Norman, no, I've read, I've read a little bit of research. This Norman is a writer. Well, I got that. He's a writer. He wrote a book about uh, Ray's experiences as the Adam. The Adam in uh, when he was uh, shrunk down in like the Sword of the Adam, okay. which is like a mini series about him like fighting people with swords and like he's in some sort of weird society. Sure. Well. I don't know the exact details of it, but that's something that happened for a while. Okay. You know, and this kind of that happened like in yeah, a couple years before this and then for whatever reason they decided to give him his own series. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who would buy this and probably nobody because it obviously didn't last very long. No. Um so it's so, so Jean though, his ex-wife. She is dressed like an eighties mom. She is, yes. Yeah, she's got like a big shirt. She got capris. She, not capris, they're like uh Sco- long skorts. shorts. Shorts. Uh wearing like a Ked shoe. Uh, she is everyone's mom from 1986. Yeah, she's dressed very 80s. And she's she's going to bring you peanut butter and fluff nutter sandwiches with the crusts cut off. Is this their trash can or is this just a I random... I think it's just a random basket with, like, vegetables in it, which I don't understand. <laughs> but here's the thing. So they're standing in her kitchen, but she, oh, she has a pizza oven, I think. I no, think. I think that's just where she puts wood for her wood-burning oven, but I don't know where that wood-burning oven is. It's right there. It's right above it because there's the, there's the shovel and then there's books. She's got a very weird house. It's like yeah, it's, a it's weird like her. It's just like she's got like a Yule log, and she's got yeah. a, a science oven. Well, she's got like six like science ovens on top of each other. Like, yeah, I, I know. know. <laughs> it's like all these microwaves like stacked, and then she's got like this skinny little drawer that's open for some reason. Yeah, what is that drawer for? Really? It's like a cabinet with spices this, in it. It looks like it has that, a, a number of salt shakers. That, in it. that would be very exciting. I would love a drawer like that, but it doesn't make any sense. And then where she has another thing which looks like there's more wood down here. I don't know what. Guys, in this kitchen, we need to talk about it. Uh, um, we're talking yeah. about so, but, it. But but Norman is there, and he's like listening to her bitch about her new husband, who is what's his name? Uh, guy. Norman, uh, fuck, I can't think of his name. What's his name? Paul. Paul. Her new husband, Paul, and she's bitching about him because Paul has been hanging out with Ray. Paul's been hanging out with Ray, and And, apparently they're, okay, go ahead. Well, she doesn't like that because apparently, like, she divorced Ray because she didn't want anything to do with the Adam, and now her husband, like, thinks it's cool that he's the Adam, and they're hanging out and, like, doing bro things, and she's unhappy about it. Yeah, she's very she's very upset about this and all this hoo ha. And then she gesticulates. She just yeah she's 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 just being she goes on to be much crazier uh, in, in in the DC universe. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert: she uh, shrinks down really small and tramples on uh, Sue Dibney's brain. Oh, great! <laughs> that's the whole. That's basically the whole. I just ruined Identity Crisis for anybody that hasn't read it yet, but Yay. you should because it's fantastic. Um, Stop. Stomp, stomp. Yeah. yeah. So, and then she, and then she also goes on to become a, a version of Eclipsa at one point. Oh. Because she gets sent to, I think, like Arkham in the crazy, in the loony bin. And mm-hmm. somebody just goes, hey, here's a black diamond. And she just becomes Eclipsa through that and something oh. or other. Well, then she, so like, she's talking to him and she says like, 
They're out there somewhere doing male bonding stuff, slaying dragons or stopping riots. <laughs> and I'm like, is that what dudes do with their spare time? I've, uh, you know, I've slain a few dragons. I never stopped a riot, though. Well, what the fuck? Then you have not been bonding properly. Not just, not, it's not just like, hey, man, let's go, you, you know, hey, You want to hey, go, bro, like, watch a game? Hey, bros, you want to watch a like, yeah, let's go stop a riot. <laughs> I heard there's a riot downtown. Let's go, uh, let's, let's go, let's go, let's stop go, it, let's, like, go let's, let's go interject ourselves and be like, hey, cops, you guys need help? It's like, oh, man, I'm just trying to stop this riot. Because if there's one thing that the police love, it's citizens being like, you guys need help? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just, just us. Untrained citizens. It just, it's just, just us. It's just citizens. us being like watching the game, being like, man, this is boring, man. Just, uh, let's go help those let's, cops. Look outside. Look, somebody's throwing a trash can. Let's go help. <laughs> let's go help those cops stop that guy. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, so she's. She's, she's complaining. And, and Norm's like, well, you know, I, as much as I love to hear you bitch about this, I actually came over to ask you to come to some stupid literary party that I have to go to tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the state of this literary party we'll talk about yeah, later. Which is ridiculous. And so. As as a as a, as a woman with a master's degree in writing, yes, you might this might this may this may no make no you... this this hits a little home. It's uh, <laughs> it gets a little too real there at the end, and then I remember what's up, what's up, what's up with the Adam getting real here, uh, and then then I remember why I'm terrible. Like I should never have gotten my my degree in writing because I am so not a literary person. Not in that I don't like books or that I don't love the art of writing. It's just I don't do well in literary circles. But we'll talk about that when we get there. So, uh, so Ray and Paul are fencing. Like bros do. They're for the bro fencing. And, uh, this is some, some, as as we were discussing earlier, this is white nonsense. (laughs) This is what this is. Yeah. They even got a boom box there. You see that? I wonder what they're jamming. Uh, classical music? No, probably like, like, like fucking foreigner or some shit. (laughs) I bet they're just getting down because it's like, Probably. man, you have double vision. You know, it's just jukebox yeah. hero and fucking fog hat. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, great stuff. Yeah, you know, some good stuff, man. Uh, Zap, maybe he's got a Zappa album. He's getting a little bit crazy in there. Oh shit! Um, so they're doing this, and Ray's talking about how how basically how much he gets off on trying to kill somebody. Yeah, he loves trying to kill people with swords. He loves trying to kill people with swords. He's, he's like, just, man, because he's talking about because I know, loved stabbing people. He, he literally almost That's says basically that. what's happening. Here. He's just like, I there's love- a terrible exhilaration of to killing the other man before he kills you. Yeah. Nobody talks about it, but it's there. And it's great. I am so hard right now. Yeah. He basically, said. he's like super hard. And he's like talking about like his little experience when he had the, the sword stabby. And then I don't know. Paul is an idiot. Because he's just like, yeah, well, I'm going to provoke you into fighting with me to prove that you're not, like, some sort of maniac or whatever. Yeah, he's like, man, you're not as tough as you can be, you know. He's just and starts- so they, like, provoke him. and But but the problem is, is, like, Ray really is a psycho. So, like, the tip comes off of his sword thing. Because he woke us up. What's his face? Uh, Paul says something to him about some girl that was small oh, yeah. that he loved. And whatever her name is. Lethwin. 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 He's like he makes her makes her remember makes makes him remember. It's the worst Lord of the Rings name. <laughs> and he like his sword comes you know gets like, broken. Yeah, the, like and he starts tri- the protective tip thing comes off. And he starts trying to like stab his buddy with it. And Paul he does cut off his hair and then like like there's this picture of Ray just like sweating and looking like the Joker. It's really terrifying. Yeah. It's I really mean, gross. And he's, this, this is the Adam. Remember, he's the hero of the book. Right. And he looks like a fucking crazy person. And he's like, 
I was going to kill you. And he's like, oh, God, I, I really was going to kill you. And, and Paul's like, no, you weren't. And then in his head, he's like, no, you totally were going to kill me. Thank God you didn't kill me. Uh, you know what's funny is because uh, before reading this, I was like, Gene Loring was crazy. Uh-huh. And it really sucks, you know, how the shit and identity crisis went down. And that's, that's you know, it's crazy. Uh-huh. Fucking Ray is out of his mind. Out here. of his mind? Insane. They, they're meant what for the each other. What the fuck is wrong with you? You attacking your friend, like, to the point where you're going to stab him with some little, like, needle sword. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. they, they totally deserve each other. If she's going to go stamp on brains, then, like... He's like, you know what? You're not far behind, man. No, no. I'm not, I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of. No, they're made for each other. Yeah, the, it's it's pretty much. Uh, you know, it's pretty much insane people. Yeah, like Batman. Like, like I don't know. I just I felt it. It, it was pretty like very like like big Batman would be like, whoa. Yeah. You know? I'd be like, whoa, man, this guy's got problems. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit in the dark and think about my parents. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so they would take a shower. We yeah, get to see it. They they take a shower together while they talk about like how Paul is a lawyer, but, like, he wishes he could, like, do better. So, Paul, Paul is, uh, so basically what happened was, so, so Jean was upset with Ray being all the Adam and stuff, and she started having an affair with Paul, who's, like, her partner lawyer. at the law firm that she works at. Yeah. And, you know, but then eventually, like, which is weird as fuck. I don't know, just to me, it's weird. Why, that she's a lawyer? No. No, I just find it strange, it just, maybe it's just the whole, like, He's friends with his ex-wife's uh, husband, affa- her, you know, yeah. suit, you know, basically the guy that helped break up his marriage, even though, I mean, she was probably on her way out anyways. Well, and maybe that's, like, why that they're friends. Maybe that he recognizes, like, the fucked up situation that brought their marriage to an end and whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, so they're having a conversation in the shower um and about how like paul really wishes he was a hero because you know he's a lawyer and being a lawyer is paper shit yeah so then we yeah. cut to so we get to now, now we have now, now we have norman talk or norman talking to uh i'm assuming that's his agent his agent and she's i don't you know and she's talking about some writer that's gonna be there uh, that he doesn't like yeah and he and he's like i hate that guy and she's like oh but you need to go because like i want to show off like the best writer in america blah 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 blah, blah. And he's like, why is this in the book i it, don't know it shouldn't be because it's stupid and so then we come back to the locker room where naked dudes are just getting dressed yeah we watch dudes put on deodorant that's fun Aerosol deodorant. Oh yeah, like back an old man. Yeah, I used to do aerosol deodorant. Yeah, I had I had a period of that. Yeah, uh, and they're you know again talking about like oh Paul wishes he was like a big guy. Well, it's funny because he's, he's just like know. it's funny because he gets like a fo- he gets he's got like a fo- car phone. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> with like a cord. It, but it looks like a real like a like an actual f- like a like a wall phone. Well, here's it just- what's stupid. Okay, so like they leave the gym, they're getting into his car where he's got his car phone. And they're talking about his wife, and he was like, talking oh, about Jean, yeah. I wish she wasn't on my back all the time. Sometimes I feel like I can't ever get away. Like, he's just bitching to his friend slash wife's ex-lover husband about, like, what a fucking bitch this woman is. And, like, you guys need better friends. Like, yeah. you're all, it's, basically it's all an incestuous fucking circle here where they're all just gonna go fuck each other. So and we go, it's a fucking drama nightmare. So we go, we do all that, right? Yeah. Now we go to the hospital. Right, because she calls him. She, okay. Well, she calls him. because She calls her husband to tell her husband to tell Ray that the hospital had called her 
Elizabeth Warren. Because they want her to, they want Ray to go there. They want Ray to go there. That's her ex-husband. Why the fuck are they calling her? Like her. Because they, because this is before cell phones and she's probably like the next, the next available person. What, he hasn't changed his contact information? Probably not because he's the fucking Adam and he doesn't give a care. care. (sighs) So apparently. go to the hospital. So he has to go to the hospital because there's a patient uh, that was from a, had a, was that a, she was in a, uh, I think. Uh, she was like the victim of an attack or something. She was a victim of an attack of, uh, like, there's this group called the EDG, mm. who I think, or or EDG, or there's a. It's like a terrorist organization. Terrorist organization, or just basically supervillains. There was some fighting in the previous episode. There's no fighting in this episode. No. Uh, this issue. No. You know, why would they want to do that? Um, no, there's fighting in this one. Maybe for like a minute. Yeah. But anyway, so he's like, they call him over to the hospital, and the hospital's like, hey, uh, so this chick, you know, has got bleeding on her brain stem, and, uh, you know, we she's too weak to go under for surgery, um, but we need to... Maybe you can get really small and go fix this, this, like, basically this busted blood vessel at the base of her brain. Yeah. So they want him... To get small yep. and go inside this woman and sew up a blood vessel. Yep. This book is now disgusting. It's disgusting. and, and It's so gross. And, and, Ray, and Ray's just like, okay. sure. No, he doesn't even bother taking a shower. Well, he just took a shower. Oh, he did take a shower. That's right. That's right. You, he know what? Just you know what? Literally, okay. <laughs> that has to be the reason why we see him take a shower. No, no. He is not sterile. I don't care that he just took a shower. Okay. So he changes into his costume, and his costume is one of those ones where the hair sticks out the top. Okay, yes. All right. He doesn't put on any sort of protective suit. He doesn't wash his hands like doctors wash their hands. He doesn't put on gloves. He doesn't put on boots. He just puts on the suit that he always wears, that he walks around outside in, and then he goes inside this woman's body. He's not sterile. That is just. Oh, yeah. He's so gross. It's like, oh, my God. Like, all the little, like, bacteria and shit that's all over his body and, like, his hair and on his fucking feet are now in this woman's system. Yep. It is disgusting. She just like, this, this, like, this woman has, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This woman has hospital floor features. She's got fucking MRSA now. Oh, yeah. She's, she's fucked. But since it's a comic book. Whatever. Whatever. And MRSA wasn't a thing back in 1989, so whatever. And so he jumps into this woman's bloodstream, uh-huh. which he just he just has, like, like a scuba gear mask. Yeah. I don't know where his air tank is, though. It's I just think. on his face. Yeah, it's just a mask. And he, like, kind of, like, you know, straps, like, the suture, you know, stuff for her and everything. Yeah, like, ties it like a rope around him. And it's funny because uh, he's, like... You know, so uh, the Paul, because he brings Paul along. Yeah, Paul comes with him. Paul comes with him. <laughs> and Paul's just like, goes, Paul's just sitting there like, wait, so he's able to do this? And they go, yeah, Ray said, it was a, Ray said he would totally do oh, it. Yeah, and yeah, he's been on retainer from the hospital for a while. His he service doesn't do this shit. His, sir, apparently, he's like one of the superheroes who's just available to, like, do shit. To dive into people's bodies. Yeah. Why don't they just get somebody that heals people? You know, just call, like, Zatanna or somebody, know. you know? I don't know. Wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah, you could just ask Than, her. like, asking some dude to just, like, take the suit that he wore to his last battle and, like, go inside somebody's body with it? Does he wash it? Probably not. Probably not. 
Because he ch- he says like he can shift his mask to like make his suit appear or whatever. Yeah, because he's got like one That's of those. He's got like this atomic subatomic thing, kind of like the creeper has. Yeah, where like he can make his you know the, it's always on. Oh, it's him. in a space closet. Yeah, it's in a space closet. The, the space I don't know closet. what's hanging in that space closet. No. I don't know. He could have, like, mice in there and, like, fucking dust mites and shit, and now it's all in this woman's body. So he jumps into this – basically, he jumps into this woman's body. He grabs a hold of a blood vessel. He like starts a having a fucking tube. Like he's riding – Like he's intertubing. Like, like he's intertubing. a lake or something. And he's, like he's, – he's making he, – and he's looking at her cholesterol – yeah, he, like, scrapes the cholesterol off the side. He's like, oh, she's eating too many french fries. And I'm like, you do realize there is such thing as good cholesterol and bad cholesterol, right? But apparently oh, not. Oh, if, if he was in my thing, he'd be like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well. The state of this man. <laughs> he'd be like, uh, he'd probably see your little stint thing. Oh, yeah, he probably hit it. I hope he hits it. <laughs> I hope he runs like, into it and just goes. Fucking face first into that thing. Yeah, stupid idiot. Well, no, I'd be actually be more concerned because I'd be like, he'd probably be in my body for a reason, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever. So he doesn't get big by accident. Just yeah, he's also not just goes, like taking a joyride just to see what's going on in the Sean Merrick Express over here. <laughs> I would be worried too about becoming huge inside this body, like an alien chestburster. Yeah, she was just all of a sudden like just a giant man just bursts out of this woman's head. Yeah, what happens if his suit fails? Oh, she's fucked. <laughs> She's just a woman, this poor woman. Uh, why has the Adam ever killed somebody that way? Because if the, if he has, that's fucking amazing, and we need to see more of it. I, I would, you know what? Just like he's in there, like trying to fix something, and then he just gets big, and it's just like her head pops like a fucking cherry. Like her, like her, like, like her head just come because it would do, it would just be at the and base just, of her head, so like her head would just go snap like a slim jim. Yeah, and then somebody makes like a Zeus Athena joke because like Athena. Burst forth from Zeus's head, fully formed. Oh yeah, because I guess we make a joke. I, 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 I hope there's a comedian there. <laughs> I hope there's some guy. Like I hope, I hope it's Wait, like, what, a, like like Booster Gold standing there. Yeah, Booster like, Gold. Like, Lights crack. Booster Gold and Blue Beetle making jokes. You know, <laughs> this is how this is how it is. Yeah, yeah, good story. Uh, so anyway, so he's fixing this woman's blood vessels. Yeah, it's actually kind of weird because he's just like punching through. Yeah, that's and he's, the thing. He doesn't. He didn't bring like any sort of like cutting instrument. To, like, get through the wall of the blood vessel so he can, like, loop the rope around. He just fucking punches through it and he makes a bunch of holes with his fists in the side of these blood vessels. <laughs> and he sums down, some, somehow he's able to, like, sew it up pretty clean. Yeah, I don't know where he got the cutting implement for that because he's got more stuff. But got there's a fist. bunch of, uh, there's, like, two or three more breaks that he's got to, you know, sew up. So Ray's in there taking care of business, and the and the doctor Paul and the doctor are bored. Yeah, they're like, "Oh my god!" Like it takes him so fucking long to save this woman's life. Which which is which is funny because it's like fucking. You're a doctor. It, well, here's the thing: it's like it's the biggest craziest science. There's another man inside of a woman's head. Yeah, and you're just like boring. <laughs> It's a boring yawn. Let's go get some coffee. But then they go get decaf coffee because they're fucking pussies. <laughs> he was like, boo. Don't drink decaf. Drink the real shit. Who drinks decaf? Not me. <laughs> I don't know who drinks decaf. I, I don't know anybody who drinks decaf, to be honest with you. So she leaves. Uh, she, so the doctor and Paul leave, and they're leaving in the hands of this orderly. Turns out the orderly. Is a 
is this guy named Stro. And he's like a terrorist. Who was uh, one of the guys who was in a costume uh, in a couple issues earlier. He's like a villain who has like a suit mm-hmm. and it does things. And he's like... And I guess this woman like either invented it or knows how the stuff works. Because that's what he yells at her. He's like, I don't even know how half this stuff works. I think he yells at her on the other side. Uh, where does he say this? It's like this. It's like this, babe. I've been using that EPG stuff I took from you. Yeah, I can't figure out how to- half that junk works. And you're going to convince me that you weren't just pulling my leg. So basically, he thinks that she lied to him about the stuff that he stole. Yeah. So at this time, so basically, as this is happening, Ray somehow figures out. He comes out of her lips. He comes out of her mouth. Yeah, he's like. He's just standing, he's just standing there, watch this guy. This guy's doing this thing where he's like, ka-choo, ka-choo. Yeah, he's like, like he's, making, he's got finger guns. He's doing finger guns. He's like, ka-chow, ka-chow. threatening this woman's life, like, like, if you don't, like, if this shit doesn't work, I'm going to shoot your dead. Just being so weird as shit. Yeah, you're in a coma. I don't know why you're threatening anybody with finger guns. It's just ridiculous. But, like, so then Ray springs up. And gets all big, and he is not covered in blood or no, plasma no, or anything. No, no, that's right. I, I was thinking, I was, I was hoping we were going to bring this up, because I'm like, why is his head not just sopping it should, his wet? His hair should be drenched in blood. He should just appear drenched in blood, and that would be terrifying. And if you think this guy's getting sick now, like, he'd really start getting sick. But no, he's fine. He's, like, spotless. And so... This just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He should. He should, he should be, look like Carrie. Yeah, he should just be like a giant, uh, an expanding blood man. Yeah, this should be like Carrie at the prom, and he should just be like fucking soaking in blood and just stinky and just gross. But no, he's fine. He's fine. And then so he like gets up and he's like, "You're an idiot." And he's like, "By the way, Batman and Superman might not kill people because they're good men, but I kill people because remember, Ray is a lunatic." Yes, yes, he has a intense bloodlust. And uh, he is... And I think this speech probably would be better delivered if he were covered in blood. Yes. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. But he just, like, basically threatens this guy's life. He just threatens life. He basically says, I can shrink it to a bullet and drill between your eyes yeah. and expand and blow your head to damp fat fragments. Yeah. Which, apparently, like, as we just talked about, we were wondering if he could do it. Apparently, he knows he could do it. He I don't know if he's ever do done it, though. Oh, man, but he probably wants to because he wanted to stab his friend earlier. <laughs> Oh yeah. So And this guy passes out. Well this he touches him in the forehead. Like and then he this guy like gets all like oh and he like passes out and he falls over and Ray's like, Oh, I just don't know my own strength. Uh, so I don't know what the fuck he did to this guy. Like And he not you know he basically gave this guy like the the death touch. Yeah. Uh, maybe he needs to go into his head and, and sew some blood vessels back together. Yeah. So, but then we go to the party. So yeah, well, yeah. Then he's at the party. Oh, yeah, and, 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 and Ray's at Ray's at the party, but like, not not covered in blood still. Yeah, <laughs> uh, talking to Gene while they're sitting on a couch uh, talking about the about the situation, and Gene's like, "Ha ah, yeah. Oh, this is fun." Yeah, she laughs at the fact that he threatened to kill the guy. And she's like, "Oh man!" Again, they're perfect for each other. It's like I can't wait to trample on somebody's brain. <laughs> so then, uh, so then Paul's talking to Norman. And this and is this Norman, is this, this your party situation. So I'll let yeah. you take this. So Norman does that thing where I don't know if you've ever done this, where you uh, mentally have an argument with somebody, 
by imagining what the other person is going to say. Yeah. And then you get all fucking worked up. So you are... Oh, I do that all the time. So, yeah. He's having that argument. This person that he's arguing with isn't even at the party yet, but he's already like, I'm going to say this, and that motherfucker's going to say this, and it's, I'm just going to get so mad, and I'm just, and like they're going back and forth, back and forth about how, like, you were supposed to be in this... Now, he's having this argument with himself. <laughs> Your work's in the slush pile all the time, and and, and you're going to tell me that I was better in nonfiction, and I'm going to tell you that you're a hack because you stole the format of a short story that I wrote 13 years ago, and then he's going to say, like, so he does this, and he gets so angry and worked up that when the guy walks in the door, he punches him in the face. Yep. Now, this guy hasn't actually done anything. He just had a mental argument with himself. And then the other guy walks in and he goes, hey, good to see you, Punch. <laughs> and so he carry, he punches him as if they just actually had that argument. But since they uh, don't actually like each other, they get into an actual fight. Yeah. And so they call each other, like, hacks and, and fascists. And, like, somebody trips and spills water on some blonde chick or some redheaded chick. And she goes, oh, my God, you've been wanting to do that because I gave your your book a bad review and he's like yeah well you're a hack anyway and then they start fighting yeah i think i think it's been surprised yeah and th- this is this is what i mean by like why i don't do well here i i don't think i care enough to fight with somebody who doesn't like my work i guess i just be like whatever you don't like it i'm not for everybody uh, yeah and then ray then ray okay so then ray stands up and he's like i should help them and he puts on his his costume yeah his costume shows up and gene's like hey there's like strange. They're like strangers. No, you don't need to get involved with this. We're sitting at a party where literally everyone else is fighting, and they're even throwing chairs. Yeah, I know. There's a guy. There's, there's a man that is airborne. Yeah, there's somebody throwing a chair, and she's like, you know, there's what? another man growing out of another man. Yes, it, this is a violent, violent fight, uh, which is amazing because writers don't tech, like typically know how to fight. Uh, they know how to cry. <laughs> so but it's like this horribly violent fight and she's like you know I, I divorced you because I just felt so alone and like the being the Adam was more important he's like you know what I'm off duty anyway so then they just sit there and drink and talk while people are fighting behind them yeah yeah and that's it that's it that's it for this issue of the atom uh the power of the atom number 13 from July June 1989 uh, next issue, The Return of Roger Stern, okay, mm-hmm. and Humbug. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Would you read that next issue? No. 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 This guy's a fucking lunatic. I will, I will, though, want to point out in the letters page, there's a, a like, a Barker box here for, for Batman of some sort. But <laughs> I, I don't know. t-shirt. But I don't know what it's for. Well, like, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense because it's not specifically for any – it doesn't say it's – you know it's Batman. Uh-huh. But you don't know what what issue or what book or what series, series or storyline is for. It just says he's always been the fiercest man in Gotham. Now he's also the – now he's also the loneliest. And it's just Batman sitting – you know, crouching on a, on a building – uh, looking out over like escape, and you're like looking over his back. You don't see his face. Yeah, and I don't know what it's for. Is Jason Todd already dead at this point. Ah, uh, I think so. Yeah, it's 1989. So yeah, yeah. Well, I would say the Batman has always been the loneliest man in Gotham. This would make a good shirt. I want that on a shirt. <laughs> that would be great. They should. They, I would like to as a poster and just be like, yeah. "What is this for?" It's like I don't know. I don't know, but he's the loneliest man in Gotham. He's so a lonely bad. man. 
At least he's not, you know, covered in blood, screaming at lunatics. Yeah. Like the Adam. <laughs> the fucking Adam. I love to stab people. Now I'm covered in blood and screaming. And you're like, wow, you're like a death metal band. <laughs> Are you going to go burn down a church? <laughs> I would actually love it if the Adam showed up in corpse paint. He's like, dude, I'm really into, like, creating the filth now. <laughs> I would love it if the Adam's logo was, like, one of those, like, black metal logos that Dark you can't funeral even fucking guys. read. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just all upside down crosses, like just, that's please, yeah. Please just release it. Just be like, just spell it in that font you can't read. You're just like, you just don't even. You're just like, fuck it. I don't care. What does it say, Marduk? Okay, great. Yeah, you're like, well, whatever band you're into, because I can't fucking read that. All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network. Uh, so let's get into our Marvel comics selection uh for the week it is the secret defenders number four from june 1993 yeah june 1993 Mm -hmm. uh secret defenders yeah guilty pleasure of mine actually not guilty pleasure there's nothing wrong about it it's basically because i love the defenders yes you do and at some point in 1993 they were like hey let's bring back the defenders but let's not have anybody on a particular team be committed to this book. Yeah. Let's just take people from, uh, you know, from other, for just like random heroes and just put them on this team and basically have it where it's like Dr. Strange is like, I, I need the, I need, need some help. Is that what happens every, yeah. like, it happens every couple of issues. So okay. basically like the first episode, first couple of books before this, uh, Doctor Strange. There's there's a reason for it because it ties in with uh, Doctor Strange's storyline that's going on in his book. Uh-huh. Uh, like he's lost like some sort of uh, portion of his, mist- his sorcerer powers or something. Uh-huh. So he, you know, decides that he has to like you know when like certain supernatural and thing you know like certain menaces come about. He's gonna need assistance mm-hmm. from uh, from certain heroes and stuff, and he uses tarot cards to figure that out. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's how it goes. So in the first issue, a couple issues, he gets like Wolverine, Spider Woman, uh, Nomad, and uh, Darkhawk. Okay. And then you know, and then it goes so on. They do on. a thing, and then after they that, do a thing, they they fight him. They he fight gets, at menace. And he then, looks at his tarot cards and gets new people. And he gets new people. I so, get it. So in this one, uh-huh. we get uh, the secret defenders consisting of uh, Doctor Strange himself. He decides to step in. Also, uh, Punisher, uh-huh. Sleepwalker, who we've talked about, yes, and Namorita. 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 Who's apparently Namor's cousin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like Lady Namor. 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 Whatever. Namor. Namorita. Namor. So, so yeah, so they're all in this one here. Uh, starts off with Thunderstorm uh, outside of Oklahoma City. And a trucker gets, a trucker almost runs over like a cat. Yeah. But it's like an evil cat. Um. An evil cat who yeah, talks. So it's like raining and this trucker almost runs him over and he gets out and he's like, oh my God, did I just hit something? He's like, oh no, it's a cat. He's like, I didn't run it over, but it's flat as a goddamn, it's like smash. It's a flat cat. Flat cat. It's like the kind of cat you would find 
in a hoarded house. It's flat. And it has X's for eyes, signifying that it's dead. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that thing's weird looking. And then he's like, who are you calling weird? Because it can talk. Yeah. And then this big dude appears. Big dude appears and... And he's like, hey, are you the one who ran me over? He's like, yeah, basically, it's a, basically it's like a pale white Hulk. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a mixture. Basically, it looks like it's like kind of a mixture between Solomon Grundy and Hulk. It, well, there was there was actually there was, they did a version of that yeah, in the the omnigram. It was called the Skulk. The Skulk. The Skulk. That's terrible. And uh, it kind of looks like what you would, it basically looks like Frankenstein, but like with the Hulk's body. Yeah, that's kind of what this looks like. And he's got his cat and. He's like, are you the one that killed me? And this guy's like, oh, no. Like, no, and he's like, oh, obviously that's a, it's a guilty conscience. So he, like, grabs him and kills him. Murders the fuck out of him and then takes his truck. Uh, and, well, he takes his truck, but he, he called, his cat's name is Splats. Splat. Which is actually adorable. You know, for a dead cat. <laughs> if I'm going to name a cat. <laughs> if I'm going to name a dead cat, I'm going to name it Splats. Yeah. So basically, he turns this truck into like a flaming. It's like Ghost Rider's motorcycle. Ghost Rider's motorcycle with like a big flaming face on it. Just it's like just... lighting Optimus Prime on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And so he starts riding it down the highway. Yep. Let's get through this giant ad. Yeah, there's like eight pages. Well, it's Dragon Quest or whatever Dragon Month, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's like this. Whatever, nobody cares. Thing. It's like one of those VHS games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no thanks. Anyways, so this is where Captain Strange, <laughs> Doctor Strange, Captain Strange, Captain Strange. <laughs> this is where Doctor Strange starts selecting his team. Yeah, he Punisher's uh, killing people. Punisher. So so Punisher. You know we we see Punisher. Punisher is like literally shooting people in the streets. Okay, yeah, but here's here's the thing. This is actually terrifying to me about muggings. This is why I'm always terrified of being mugged. Okay. Because I don't carry cash on me. Well, yeah. It typically, and granted, this is 1993, so, you know, yeah, yeah, most yeah. of the time you think, you know, yeah, credit cards exist, but, you know, people most <laughs> of the time are carrying more cash on them than, than not, uh-huh. you know, whatever. And uh, the guy, uh, so, like, the, these, these thugs are about to kill these people because they only had $9 in cash. And they're like, well... You know, you got we got to send a message and uh, <clears throat> whatever. And thankfully, you know, Punisher's there to, uh, you know, murder them because he's a Punisher. Yeah. And just as that's happening. So are you worried that, like, you'll be like, dude, I don't carry any cash. And they'll be like, well, I have to shoot you anyway. Instead yeah. of just taking your phone and your fucking Well, now that, now that I can take my phone and my credit card, but you know, then you have to hurry up and get it canceled, which. Well, now know, that you don't have a phone or your card with you, that would be hard to do. Well, I mean, hopefully they wouldn't take my card keys. I could hurry up and get home, get somewhere where it has a phone. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they took my phone. I mean, whatever. You know? Yeah, well, you it's know. better than your life. It's better than my life. I'm not going to fight somebody. I'm not that good. I'm not the Punisher. No, because the Punisher just likes to shoot people in the face. Yeah, he literally just shoots them. This is, And then he says, so, like, he shoots them and they're dead. And Doctor Strange shows up. Well, it's funny because he he's he's indignant at the people that didn't. They, apparently, these people who, uh, you know, they ran away after the Punisher killed them, killed killed the the thugs. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, geez, nobody thanks me." I'm like, "You have a gun, bro. I'm you have running. a gun, and you're wearing a skull outfit. <laughs> Why is somebody gonna care? <laughs> we are Americans. We understand when somebody shows up with a gun, you run the other way. Yeah, that's how the shit works." 
1993 to even figure this out. We don't know. We don't know what's but going on. But as this is happening, so, <laughs> so, uh, I guess he senses Doctor Strange in his astral self because Doctor Strange is projecting his astral self to get these people. And uh, Uh, this is my favorite part because Doctor Strange shows up and he's like, and what does he say? Punisher's like, who's there? And he's like, it's me, it's Doctor Strange. He goes, I don't believe in Doctor Strange. (laughs) As if that just makes it go away. I don't believe in you, bro. <laughs> the Punisher, now, mind you, he's the, the Punisher. Punisher's one of those guys that, like I don't believe in global <coughs> warning or like uh, climate change, so it doesn't exist. And you're like, no, it kind of still does, bro. <laughs> like Doctor Strange still exists, even if you choose not to believe in him. <laughs> he, he's a real man. He's, he's an, an actual, actual doctor thing. of the occult. Like he's an actual thing. <laughs> he's like, I don't, like, I don't believe in you. I'm like, okay, does does that work with everything? Like, no, he's a cop a... pulls me over, can I just be like, I don't believe in you, and like, I don't get a ticket? <laughs> I think that's how the, that's how the Punisher gets away with so much shit. I don't believe in the law. He's like, I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe in uh, sur- surcharges on my cable. <laughs> like, I pay him. I believe in taxes. Yeah, she's drooling her oh, cat. Gross. Her cat's on top of us, and she's having a fun time. But she's drooly. Oh, she's stomping on me. I don't believe in cat drool. I don't believe in cats. That doesn't make her stop drooling. No. See, yeah, she's like fuck the Punisher. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so so Doctor Strange's like whatever. Dude. He's like, come on, I don't care if you don't believe in me. You have to come talk to me. But it's funny because he goes, he's like, look, you want to help me or not? He's like, has innocence been harmed? Because I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, I'm in. That's such a fucking hard-on for people hurting innocent people. My gun dick is hard. Oh, God, I have to discharge my gun dick. So then he <laughs> goes... Literally, the Punisher's whole deal is he's just like, I, he gets off on shooting people who have hurt other he's, people. He, the thing about the Punisher here, too, is that he's, he's it's kind of like... He's kind of like the odd man out. He's also an asshole. Oh yeah, he's, he's a he's punisher. Also dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, you're not wrong. All right, just checking. So then his uh, so, so he goes, he goes, he goes off with that. So Doctor Strange then appears to Namorita. Namorita, who's beating up some drug dealers. Apparently, apparently oh, she's folks. apparently she's just like running through their ship, and she's yeah, like, "Yeah, can she fly? What is it? Oh yeah, she can fly. She has little wings on her feet." Oh, I thought she was a swimmy person. Well, she's a sweet person, but so is not Namor. But Namor can also fly. Like a flying fish? Yeah. Oh. It's weird, because he has the, the mm. wing. You don't think those little wings can do things. I but... always thought they were just fins to help him swim better. I didn't realize they were wings. Oh, no, they're wings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's She's got those wings, and she's got, you know, she's able to, you know, it's like how Wonder Woman can fly, too. Sure, whatever. You know, I'm just like, because I, I don't understand how Wonder Woman can fly. You know, I know that she glides <laughs> on the wind currents. Superman can just fucking fly. He doesn't even need an excuse. He just flies. So that, I guess they don't really need an excuse. <laughs> I need answers. Give, even if you give him little wing feet. Yeah, so she got a little wing feet, and Doctor Strange is like, hey, uh, you want to help me out? And she's like, well, I'm kind of a part of a group, the New Warriors. Basically, uh, I don't believe... I have another boyfriend. <laughs> I have another boyfriend. I don't want to chill with you. Yep. No. Uh, let's, you know, I'm going to just not do that. And she's like, well, your cousin, you know, Namor... Would he not, wouldn't say no to he me. He wouldn't say no to me. And she's like, ah, fuck. She's like, fuck you, making me feel guilty, you dick. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So then she finds... Uh, so oh, the, yeah, then he... Uh, then Doctor Strange goes and appears to Sleepwalker. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I uh, I need your help, too. 
Okay, so here's the thing about Sleepwalker that I just noticed. First of all, he's gigantic in yeah, this he's one. He's massive. He's massive. He's also, massive also his outfit. Yeah. I just realized he has like what, like the way his outfit is, is like it's like a normal, like it's an outfit. Yeah. But then, like for some reason, like he only has one sleeve missing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with his outfit. He does have those, like you know, he's very on trend with the over the knee boots. But he also has like a sumo diaper. Yeah, he's got a, his outfit's stranger than I remember. It's it's weird. Then he's got like a hood, and he's got like a like a like a uh, he who will not be named face. Yeah, uh, Voldemort face. So apparently he's um. So he's here, and the you know, Doctor Strange is like, "Hey, uh, I want to help. Want you to help me?" And he's like, "Well, uh, I don't have any reason to." Yeah, but you better do it fast. Yeah, I'll listen to you. Anyway. I'll listen to you. So Doctor Strange pulls him to this place between worlds, and Punisher automatically wants to shoot Sleepwalker. Yeah. Because he doesn't understand what Sleepwalker is. <laughs> okay, here's the so, thing. Yeah, if okay. you don't understand it, shoot it. Here's the thing. Let me kind of say this for a quick quick. Yes. So the Punisher is the Punisher. Uh-huh. The Punisher who has who should have who has like computer guys with files on just about everything. Like, he's got, like, yeah. a very extensive Batman-esque database yeah. of information, uh-huh. which probably, I would think, includes... Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker. Or just, you know, heroes in general and villains in general. Just Not just drug dealers and shit. Yeah. You know, because he lives in a world where there are superhumans. I mean, he's a part of the normal universe. It's not like, you know, he exists outside of it. I mean, he knows who Captain America and Spider-Man and Wolverine are. Yeah. You know, and he's like... I've never seen this green guy. I'm going to shoot him. Right. Because that's how you how you do it. And so... And Dr. Strange is like, don't shoot him. And then he's like, here, let's show you this map. Yeah, and I'm going to refer to this fucking map where you can see Chicago on it as a map of the south-central United States. Now, I... It's been a long time since I've been to geography class. But if I'm not mistaken... Chicago is up north. But here's the thing. Okay, here, I, I'll make an argument here, though. Chicago is further up north than it being south. But, I, go ahead. But then why are we – look, why is it directly in the middle of this fucking map? Like if you're – I get that they start talking about it, like Oklahoma. Because that's where it started. No. It said, he said – he goes, he goes, the murder ah. started – just outside of Chicago, and then it goes to St. Louis and Joplin, Western Missouri, to Oklahoma City. Then, so he's kind of pointing out where this is. Yes, but it didn't start in the south-central United States. It just really bothers me that that is how it's referred to, and then we start talking about it. You could say, here's, let's take a look at the Midwest. This murder started in Chicago, and then they started going southwest down towards, you know, wherever. Towards Oklahoma. Yeah. That makes more sense. Why the Who the fuck has ever called anything the South Central United States? Uh, I've never heard it's of it. It's not Los Angeles. <laughs> so. It was fucking goddamn gangster rap song. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of a gangster rap song. You're so angry I right am. Now. I really, that makes me upset. I, wow. Sorry. You are fired up. Yeah. I don't like anything being referred to as the South Central United States because it's bullshit. <laughs> so, um, so Doctor Strange. So, anyways, Namorita's like, uh, we we're just like, where's this gonna happen next? And Namorita's like, uh, Amarillo, and he's like, why'd you say Amarillo? I don't know. It's like because I've heard that song Amarillo by morning. 
Which is a country song, just FYI. Oh, well, that, well that's not the reason. <laughs> it should be. Maybe that's what's stuck in her head. So it's funny, that, but <clears throat> but she's mentioning about how she's like, I don't know, we should go and check it out. Yeah, she's like, I don't know, it just popped in my head. But at that same time, as this is happening, it's like Sleepwalker's like, uh, yeah, I mean, you're human. You guys are humans and stuff, and like, you know, amphibians. Yeah, he's like, he's <laughs> like, he just kind of looks like, he's like, you're, you're a frog. And, uh, and he's like, you know what? Um, I don't really like the way you make me feel. Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna, if I'm gonna check this shit on my own. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just gonna go away. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, basically Punisher's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. And then, so they're like, how, why are you asking us for help? And that's when Dr. Strange is like, oh, hey, by the way, I have these tarot cards. I got these sweet cards. And look, here's a picture of you, Namorita. You're the high priestess and you're going to like be the woman everybody wants to fuck. FYI. Because he even says like a woman such as men dream of. And then he's like, oh, here's the Punisher. And then here's. Here's this picture of the Punisher with his head. It looks like he's like a, like a, like a yeah. giant turtleneck. It's weird. Yeah, his, his, he has no neck. It's like, neck. have you ever, uh, did your sister have Barbies? Yes. Did you ever pop a Barbie's head off and like, yeah. there's a little thingy that makes their neck like swivel? No, I didn't. So see. there's like a thingy on the, at the very top of at least old ones, old Barbies that makes their heads swivel back and forth. And if you break that thing off, when you put their head back on, they have fat head. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, their faces get all fat, and that's what he looks like. That's funny. Yeah. She looks like a fathead Barbie. Fathead Barbie. So, they go to Amarillo. Oh, no, they don't go to Amarillo. Or where do they go? They stay there and, like, try to think of things, because they're like, oh, we should go there. And he's like... Where do we go? I don't know. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's like, all right, Doctor Strange, where are we going? He's like, oh... <laughs> <laughs> he literally has no idea. So then we so, so now we get now we get some more killing from Roadkill. Yeah, because basically he goes and I don't know. I didn't know this was a thing. That that is an actual thing. It's a real thing. I've never seen it. I don't know if it's in a wheat field. I thought it was in a desert, but there is a place where there's a bunch of Cadillacs buried nose first in the ground. Yeah. So there he drives. He drives by it, and he's just like, "Wow, this is this is neat. Too bad it's not on the road I driving on." Yeah. And and Splats is like, you know, you could make a cool art installation like that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's a great idea, Splats. So this dude, he just like plows through a really busy highway uh, and knocks and yells, my name is Roadkill, loud enough apparently for the people he doesn't kill to hear him. That's what I didn't understand. That's stupid. I'm like, what, they can hear, because they, basically they're hearing like his entire life story and they're yeah. like, oh, they said all these things, oh, that, that's yeah. what he means. I'm like, like, I can hear all these things as this guy goes speeding by in his flaming truck. Uh, so, so yeah. yeah, then they like put all these cars like standing up like they would at the Cadillac ranch in there. They have people in them and they're all dead. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, uh, so then we go back to Mr. Dr. Strange's house. Yeah. Where they're just hanging out. And they're watching TV. Yeah. They're like watching TV and like there's servants giving them drinks. I like, I like, I like, like they're supposed to be doing things. You know, it's actually, it's actually kind of funny is watching, uh, watching the Punisher just try to interact with people here. Yeah, he's terrible. Because he's like, because like, you know, that's a St. Strange has a servant called Wong. Yes. And he's like, thanks, uh, Wong. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's weird for him to call anybody by their name. He's like, did I ever call somebody Wong? He's like, just so socially valid. Am I, am I not being racist right now? <laughs> by using this man's name, am I being racist? 
He's like, uh, I don't think the Punisher would care if he was being racist. That's a thing, but I think he's trying to kind of be like nice, chill here because he's like, well, somebody's getting murdered, and I want to kill somebody. So I have to be nice so I get to kill. Yeah, is that like? Is he worried that if he's not nice, Doctor Strange won't let him kill anybody? <laughs> I think so. I think he's trying to be. Is that like when like you're you're trying to be good so your parents will let you go to that pool party, but with killing? Yeah. yeah, he's trying. He's trying. He's just trying to be chill. You know, he's trying to be like you know. It's like he's like, oh, don't uh, you know? Don't you know? Usually, eat. don't upset Doctor Strange. Yeah, don't upset Doctor Strange. You gotta be cool, yeah. Doctor Strange. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just funny. It's dumb. So, like, then they're like, oh, look, it happened in Amarillo, just like you thought. And then he, like, Doctor Strange instantly hypnotizes Namorita. And she's like, oh, I, I knew it because I listened to that song, Get Your Kicks on Route 66 or whatever. <sighs> and he's like, what's the next thing off of Amarillo? And she's like, I don't know. Punisher knows because he heard the radio once. Because he's like, I listened to the radio when I was a kid. It's like, I don't think, he's like, I was a kid once. I don't think the Punisher was ever a child. I think he was full murder. He was born a murderer. Born He just full. came out six foot nine and just like fucking... He, 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 was born, he was born and he came out and he immediately had a wife and kids that were murdered by mobsters. <laughs> he's like, I've been alive two days. My, my wife and children are dead. Now I have to be the Punisher. So yeah. basically, so but, but, he, but he realizes that, and he's and like, so they're like, all right, well, we got to get over there now. So they like, get to Gallup, New Mexico. So zap over to Gallup, New Mexico. Well, here's the thing. So they go, well, okay, it's gonna be Gallup, New Mexico, but we, uh, we think, oh yeah, but we have to go to L.A. first. We have to go to L.A. first because this is where this book takes a turn. For yeah, me. it does. Because uh, all of a sudden, it's like, all right, so I get it. We, we're gonna go get this guy and he's obviously traveling on route 66 so we're gonna go stop him okay but then all of a sudden dr strange is like nope we have to go talk to these people in la because uh roadkill is a guy on a horror show yes based out of los angeles yes so basically he's the host of a series, like, it's like, Crips, it's, like it's like Tales from the Crypt show. Yeah, and he's, this guy named Roadkill is the host. This guy named Roadkill is the host, and it's on a show called Horror TV, which is like MTV. But for horror. But for horror. Now, if that was a thing, I'd watch it all the time. Well, of course we would. It'd be great. But it's not real. But apparently they moved to Los Angeles. Left New York for L.A. Left New York for L.A. And they, and I, th- I like that the Punisher knew that. Yeah. He's like, I heard that you were headquartered in New York because he probably, you know, yeah. has cable. Yeah. He probably doesn't, you know, again, he doesn't believe in the surcharges. Well, that's the thing. It's after. It's like, it's like. He's it's got just, a legal cable. It's not legal. He, oh, he's got he, t- he hijacked from his neighbor. You know he did. Yeah, he's got yeah. totally legal but cable. But it's also like one of those things where he's like, oh, you know what? After a hard day of shooting people, I'm going to come and watch this horror movie. That's how I unwind. Horror TV, which they're building, is a giant skyscraper in Los Angeles. It has like a fake donkey, like not Donkey Kong, King Kong. Fake King Kong and, and a, a fake, a fake giant spider on the building itself. Yeah, that's weird. That, that, there's no buildings in Los Angeles that look like that now. Could a building? They could, I think they. Like I like, feel like they could. I feel like if somebody really wanted that to look like that, they could. Yeah, maybe I guess, but like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Because HTV. Sure. So, because so, so it's a giant, because it's horror TV, because it's all they yeah. show. So they, they bust into this studio where, and this is so fucking ridiculous. They bust in and they're like, hey, you can't go in there. They're filming. And Punisher's like, 
you fucking go in there. Doctor Strange is like, no, no, don't. And is like, fuck you, Doctor Strange. So they bust in, and then there's this guy ranting about how he was hit, and his fat cat was hit, and he got hit, and he's dead. And then instead of, like, saying anything to this guy, asking him why he killed all these people, Doctor or, uh, the Punisher just fucking blows his head off. He goes, your series been canceled, punk. And, and then he, he blows his to- fucking head off. He proceeds to annihilate the thing, which is, like, apparently... Which is not a real person. It's a robot. It's a robot. Now, okay, so here is where, like I said, this took a huge turn for me because there's a woman there who's yelling at Doctor Strange, like, that robot cost me $85,000 to make, and I'm going to take all the money from you. And that's a lot of money. It's for a lot a of money robot. for like a robot. And, and then Doctor Strange is like, that's you know, a lot of, I'm sorry, that's a lot of money. I don't think it costs In 1980, what, 1991? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for anything. Yeah. That's Even like, now. That's like, an entire, that's like. That's a season's worth of cheap horror introduction budget. Like, you know, the reason that you have like a host introducing shitty horror movies is because it's cheap as fuck. You mean that they had? That's a thing. It's like apparently because well, because apparently HTV can make has tons of money because they put a yeah shit ton a shit ton of money because they put a literal monkey and a giant spider on their building. Yeah, but like okay, so here's what I don't understand. He's like, do you know Doctor Strange? Like, do you know who I am? And she's like, and she goes, no. So they leave. So she can't. Like, I actually kind of like to say she's like, do you know who I am? He's like, no. He's like, good. Yeah, and they leave. So obviously she can't like sue them and get the money back. But here's what I don't get. So, which one is real? Did she create this story and then it came to life? Or it's, did this thing, was it an actual story that she just happened to write about? Because it's the same thing. This guy is saying his name is Roadkill and he's going to go get the guy who ran him and his cat splat over. Yeah. Well, I know what, the reason. But what, are you going to tell me at the end? I'll, I'll explain it to you. Okay. So that I don't get that. I'm like, well, because here's the thing. So he's talking sense. about how, in some issue of Doctor Strange, because they're talking about this as they're flying away, and our cat is being a jerk. You know, Tilly, you better hope we don't have to actually return that. Do you want me to splat the cat? No, splat the cat. <laughs> Should name him Splats, though. He is splat. He splat the fat cat. He is a fat cat. He's definitely fat. Alright, so then what happens? <laughs> so basically what's happening is, so they're flying away, and then apparently, so, Roadkill, the image of Roadkill, materialized on Doctor Strange's TV set. Mm-hmm. I guess he was watching, what he was watching, I'll read Doctor Strange 38 apparently, because that's where this happens, and he was brought to life by other dimensional entities known as the Fear Lords. Fear okay. Lord, The Fear Lords. Uh-huh. Um, that's a thing that exists apparently and yeah so basically he became real and now he's out and about looking for the person who killed him so she wrote this so okay so I'll, explain, I'll, explain, I'll explain what happens so basically what happens is she thought of this story she's a writer producer so she thinks of this story about this backstory and whatever and this somehow is manifested out of her head and appears on Doctor Strange's TV and becomes real because of the Fear Lords. And the Fear Lords are like, hey, cool idea, let's make it real. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Yeah. So basically, that's basically what happens. Okay, that makes more and, sense. And so, like, so, I don't understand what the way they, this Hollywood thing is here. Because eventually, the way they beat him is they go into her head and they do some shit with that. And it's okay. Just fucking. Okay. Just a bunch of garbage. Okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we're back on Route sixty six, and uh, you know the yeah, roadkill shows up. And oh, kills. he's yeah. Well, he's waiting at like a gas station. There's some truckers driving along, being like, "Wait, that gas station closed years ago. Why is it like bright?" He's like, "Well, let's pull over. I need some gas. They must have reopened." And roadkill is there, and he pulls a guy out of the truck. He's like, "You must be the guy who killed me." He's like, "What?" And he's like, "Here, eat this gas." This gas I have a question though. He's wearing a jacket and a shirt at first, and then all of a sudden he doesn't have one. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how that happens. I don't know how that happens. And he like shoves the gas thing in the guy's mouth and, and kills him. And the other guy's like, "Oh my god, I'm getting away." He's like, "You must have a guilty conscience." He's like, "No, you literally just choked my friend to death on gas." Yeah. <laughs> so he drives away, but then of course he he's following the trucker in his big flaming Optimus Prime. <laughs> flaming Optimus Prime. <laughs> and then. So that's where Doctor Strange and the rest of them like find this guy on the road. Yeah, and they find him, and then there's a big battle. Uh, you know, Punisher starts to shoot at it, doesn't happen. You know, nothing works. Uh, Namorita gets her ass handed to her. Yeah, you know, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, well, she yeah, she gets hurt, and then he gets away. Oh, because the Punisher does shoot him, like, a whole bunch, but he just, like, because he's already dead and not, like, a thing, he just, like, heals up all those holes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he's just, because he's, like, a weird entity of sorts, so. Yeah, so he, like, gets away and, like, opens some sort of interdimensional gateway and, like. Oh, that's right. I forgot forgot about this part here where he shoots him in the head head and just goes. And it just goes right through. He doesn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah, so. And so he's, uh... Well, yeah. What? From the page. Yeah. So he, you know, he wastes the Marita. Yeah, and then he opens some interdimensional gateway and, like, goes through it. Goes through it, and now Doctor Strange can't find him, and, uh... You the know, Punisher's now... like, oh, wounded woman! Oh! And then he just, like, picks her up, and, like, he has, like, a big old angst. Yeah, he's pretty angsty right he's now. like, she did it for me! And I'm like, no, shut up. Punisher, you're such a dick. <laughs> He's like, I will take her to the hospital, and then that's the end of the. I, you know, it's always fascinating when they when superheroes get hurt. Mm-hmm. They always end up at a hospital. I know there's not, and I always I know that's the place where you would go, but I always feel like if you brought like a superhero to a hospital, yeah, and you're like, hey, uh, you know, this woman's got like Ant- Ant- Atlantean physiology. Can you yeah. save her? Well, that's why, like, a lot of times in the Justice League, don't they bring them up to the... Well, it will will make sense to bring them up to the... The thing. You know, to the satellite. Yeah. Where, like, John's just like, I guess I'm a doctor now. (laughs) He's pretty versatile. Sure. You know. He's like, I will just read the mind of a doctor. Yeah. Now I have all their information. And they have staff. That's true. You know, they have staff up there. They have people that work things. I mean, there's that one episode or I forgot who snuck up there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they snuck up on the thing. I think, I think it was the, the suicide, the it Task was, Force X one. Was, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and they snuck up on the, you know, whatever, you know, in the cornfield where the guy takes his lunch. And, <laughs> That's know, right. It's just a very weird, yeah. So, yeah, so there's oh, people up there. So, so, I don't know, but there's no Secret Defenders version of that. What the hell? You know, so they take her to her hospital and, you know, that's that's how we uh, end this book. And then, basically, the next issue, you know, sh- she gets better and... 
Yeah. She gets better. Uh, Sleepwalker shows up because he's like, yeah, I did some reading and uh, this guy's messed up. I should help you. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, you know, and it's funny because at one point they go back to Los Angeles and the way that they describe it, like the transition, they go in the much maligned city of angels. I always, and I always like that anytime uh, there's a book. Uh, you know, when, when in a comic book or something, just where they just like, like L.A. guys, am I right? <laughs> yeah. They're like, L.A.'s the worst. L.A.'s the worst, guys, am I right? Fart noise. Fart noise. You know, they're never going to make movies out of this shit. Fart noise. <laughs> Los Angeles. I mean, like, if they, that's pretty much like what every comic book wants to do. They're just like, fart noise, Los Angeles. Fart noise. Fart noise, colon, Los Angeles. Yeah. So, but that's Secret Defenders number four from June 1993. Uh, I pretty much told you the entire next issue, but would you read it? Yeah, probably, because I'd like to know, like, like I said, it just, the book took this weird turn where all of a sudden there's like a writer and a TV studio and a, it, it's just like, I, it was really unnecessary. Yeah. It's a very unnecessary part of the story because you could already have this guy who's just like, Cruising up down the highway, trying to kill people because he—he he could just be a reanimated he, corpse, exactly. Just trying to get because somebody even who got... with the guy who is trying to kill him, like, and he could have come to life because of magic or whatever. It's fine, but like, you have this weird detail about how he came to life because somebody saw a story version of him on TV. Yeah, and that's just such an unnecessary detail. <laughs> well, just like that, it's like, and an just, unnecessary part of the story. Well, because it's also got this tie-in to like this Doctor Strange thing that you know apparently we're supposed to be concerned about. What the Fear Lords? Yeah, Fear Lords. Yeah, but and, the like, Fear Lords could have just reanimated this corpse. They didn't have to just go like, "Hey, I saw this thing on TV, and now it's real." Yeah, just be like they're just sitting there watching Game of Thrones, and they're like, "All of that is real now." <laughs> I wish that actually could like a fucking white walker just like wanders down the street in like the middle of like Cincinnati. It's like guys, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, I feel like that was a really unnecessary part of the story that just like throws a, a wrench into it that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Um, but that's just, yeah, that's just, <laughs> that's just comic books for you. Yeah, comic books. But that's uh, that's Secret Defenders. I like Secret. It's just a weird book. It's a really weird book. It's a weird book and it gets even weirder in future things and it's like, you know, you know, other heroes get called upon, and eventually, it's funny because eventually, the uh, uh, you know the book, you know, it, this, this book doesn't last very long, right? It only lasts like maybe like two years, yeah. And uh, eventually, it just get, like they don't even like bring in like big heroes, yeah. Like because after like the next one, because next one has like Spider Man, Captain America, right? And then it just goes right to like. You know, Doctor Druid, and you know, at the time, Luke Cage. At the time, Luke Cage, who was just like in his own random series where nobody gave a shit. Yeah. You know, and like Iron Fist, and yeah, you know, Deadpool was in one, and this is before like Deadpool. Like this is you know ninety three, so right. like he doesn't mean anything until a couple years later. Right. You know, if you you know for like five or six years later. Right. You know, so it's just it's funny you know how that kind of. Goes about, but I love the concept, and I wish yeah. it, I wish it was I wish it was a a bigger deal. Yeah, you know, just because like you need more because there's a lot. You know, it, it's this thing at least for Marvel. And I like for it's either DC too. It's like just give me a book where a bunch of like people just fuck around. You know? Yeah, that's the thing. I kind of miss that the the it seemed at least for DC like the commitment to 
everything is part of like a giant story arc that everything has to like switch over and it's at yeah. least six issues long and blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of just like a one shot. Yeah. I don't mind a one and done. Like this is just what happens this month. And like, it has no effect on anything else. And it's just like your heroes do this crazy shit or like, here's a two, two part story and like weird shit happens in it. And these people team up and then like, we move on to the next thing. And like, you can mention it, yeah. But it's not like, oh my god, it has to impact every single book, and oh my god, crossover event, and oh my god, it's changing. It's just like, give me a good story. Yeah, just give me something just weird. Just give me a good story <coughs> with characters, you know, acting like themselves and, like, doing hero-y shit. You don't have to save the world every time. Just give me a damn good story. And I feel like a lot of that gets pushed to the side, because it's like, crossover event that's gonna change the world! And you're yeah. like, oh, shut up, just give me a fucking good story. Yeah. No, that's, that's my complaint. That's all you need. Anyway, so that's Old it. Old for... woman shakes fist at cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, is what's going on. So that's it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. Yes. Uh, you can find us um, there uh, under Sideshow Network, uh, worst collection ever. You know, and please support Sideshow Network. Uh, tell a friend. Anything, all that great stuff. Just tell people what uh, you know what we're all about here. If you dig it, so um, thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean S H A W N. Also on Instagram at Angry Hero Sean and my Tumblr, theangryhero.tumblr.com. Do you have a question about wrestling? Yes, I do. Oh, okay, go ahead. Why? Okay, so Seamus in a suit. He looks like a shaved ape. <laughs> I don't understand what the fuck is going on. He's like Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> Gorilla Grodd's hair off. What is happening? He's a corporate champion for this minute. You know, this is how that... What, did corporate Kane not work out? So now it's corporate Seamus? corporate Kane got sent away. And then he came back. Or no, I don't know, whatever. Who gives a fuck about I hate wrestling. It's so stupid. Wrestling is stupid. I'm sorry. I know you love wrestling. I'm watching it. I know, because we gotta finish this because your pay-per-view is coming on. So, alright. I know, we have five minutes. Tables, ladders, and chairs, or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so you can find me... On Twitter and Instagram at Jen Stancefield, uh, jenstancefield.tumblr.com, and jenstancefield.wordpress.com. All right, folks, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.